Hello friends, Zachary Stockhill here from RetroactiveJealousy.com and in today's video I'm going to talk about what I believe to be the number one most dangerous word to use in the context of relationships. So as I say, probably in most videos, you guys are probably sick of hearing me say it, but I do think it's relevant. I get a lot of email and since 2013 I've been getting daily emails from retroactive jealousy sufferers from around the world, as well as people going through breakups, people dealing with other kinds of obsessive jealousy, this kind of thing. And there's one word that I see cropping up in my email inbox over and over and over again. Sometimes it's in the subject line, it's often pretty early on in the email, and it's gotten to the point now where when I see an email in my inbox, I can read the first couple sentences and I can tell whether or not this word is going to be included in the rest of the email, just based on the tone, based on the vibe I'm getting from the email very early on. The word that I keep seeing cropping up in my email inbox, and frankly, another word that I hear in one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with retroactive jealousy sufferers, with obsessive jealousy sufferers, over and over and over again, is the word perfect. I hear things all the time. I read sentences like, we have the perfect relationship except for retroactive jealousy. Or I thought she was perfect except for this one incident from her past or this one guy she dated or this one thing she did. Or he was an absolutely perfect boyfriend until he did this one thing that really ticked me off. Or I'm looking for the perfect man or I'm looking for the perfect woman or I just want to have a perfect relationship. Why can't everything be perfect? And I was thinking about this before I sat down to record today, like where does this idea come from? Where do people think that the word perfect and relationships ever belong in the same sentence? Or the word perfect and human being, whether or not those two concepts should ever occupy the same thought? Where does this idea come from? I blame a lot of this on culture, frankly, culture and society. You know, the idea of the soulmate, the soulmate myth, the idea of finding the one with a capital O, and frankly, a lot of these ideas in popular music, in movies, in books, in television shows about perfection in relationships or finding the perfect person or the perfect relationship or building the perfect relationship. A lot of these ideas are driving a lot of people crazy and actually preventing a lot of those same people from having relationships that are far healthier, far more fun, and just far better for them and their partners overall. Because looking for perfection in human beings, looking for perfection in relationships, looking for perfection on Tinder, <laughs> looking for perfection in a person's past is an exercise in absolute delusion. And you'll drive yourself absolutely crazy if you go looking for perfection in relationships, in dating, in people. Because each of us are all deeply deeply imperfect in all kinds of ways. And frankly, if you have any experience dating over a period of, you know, I'd say probably not until you get in your 30s maybe, do you really have this full comprehension, this full perspective. But there is no such thing as the perfect partner. There is no such thing as the perfect relationship. And I know, as I say often on this channel, I'm a very lucky guy. I look back on my dating history and I'm extremely happy with the people I've invited into my life, the kind of relationships that I've had. I don't have all kinds of horror stories about cheating and betrayal and all these things. For the most part, I've, I've been really lucky in my dating relationships. 
And that said, each of those relationships, each of my past relationships were deeply imperfect in all kinds of ways. But what I've come to realize over, you know, dating for however many years I've been an adult is that looking for perfection will drive me crazy because there's no such thing. Everyone I meet, everyone I choose to bring into my life, any kind of relationship I might set up is going to have multiple aspects, multiple elements that are imperfect, multiple challenges, multiple personality conflicts, multiple fights that are kind of silly that may, might recur now and then. This isn't to suggest that striving for better isn't worth it, that striving for a better relationship or a better life or a better partner sometimes isn't worth it. Of course, that's not what I'm saying. But I created this video and I wanted to create this video just to introduce this idea that perfection doesn't exist and you'll have a better time in general in your life if you abandon any notion of looking for perfection in your partner, in your relationship, in your partner's past, for example. Because as I often tell, retroactive jealousy suffers. You know, a lot of retroactive jealousy sufferers are under the illusion that if they just break up with this person and find another person with a clean past or a perfect past, I hate this language, but I'll use it. If they find another person with a, let's say, less eventful past, you know, all of a sudden their retroactive jealousy will be cured. They'll never have to deal with this again. When the fact is that unfortunately, this absolute little demon of an issue we call retroactive jealousy has a habit of coming up again and again and again in our lives, regardless of our partner's past, regardless of the exact details of our partner's past, until we commit to putting in the work, until we really say enough is enough, I'm not going to live with this anymore, I'm going to put in the work, I'm going to put this behind me for good. So if I am dating in the future, if I am in another relationship in the future, I'm not going to be struggling with these demons anymore. I'm not going to be having this moral confusion around my partner's past because I will know what are my deal breakers, what are my values, and what is irrational retroactive jealousy. Unfortunately, retroactive jealousy is one of these issues that really can crop up again and again until we put in the work to beat it. So what I'm saying here is you might find another person in the future. If you're struggling with retroactive jealousy and you break up with your current partner in an attempt to fix it, Unfortunately, you might, in your next relationship, you might find someone else with a less eventful history than your partner or than your current partner. And guess what? You'll still be struggling with retroactive jealousy because I don't think anyone has a perfect past. You show me a person in their 20s who's made zero mistakes. I mean, I don't think that person exists. And so the more we realize that we've all got some degree of baggage, we've all made mistakes, we are each deeply imperfect, the more we really internalize this message and at the same time realize that there's no such thing as a perfect relationship, the more we realize this, the more relaxed we'll feel and just the better a time we'll have in general, aside from retroactive jealousy, aside from our relationships, just the more relaxed in general we'll feel because we're not holding ourselves up to an unattainable standard. We're not holding other people up to an unattainable standard. We're not holding our relationship up to an unattainable standard. There's no such thing as perfect. I remember not that long ago, I was dating a woman and she said, oh, I think you're perfect. And I think she was half kidding, but immediately I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> and I looked her in the eye and I meant it. And she was kind of laughed and she kind of thought it was weird that I was doing this, but I wasn't kidding. Even though I think she was kind of joking around at the same time, I want to make very clear that she knows, that I know that I am not perfect. I mean, God, watch my YouTube channel. <laughs> Listen to some of the stories I've told about my past. Read my book. My God, I am not 
perfect. And frankly, I don't want to date anyone who's under any illusions about looking for perfection in human beings. Even though it was a joke, I took it seriously and I said, no, I'm not. And here's a bunch of things <laughs> that are deeply imperfect about me. And if you, if you know me long enough, if we date long enough, you'll certainly find them out for yourselves. But at the same time, I'm going to put a stop to this language right now. Let's not use the word perfect when we're talking about me or you or human beings or relationships in general. Don't use the word perfect in the context of human beings and relationships. And I promise you, you'll have a better life You'll have more fun. You'll have a better time in general. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.